Hey, beautiful lady. Thank you so much for tuning in to episode 29 of the Girls Get Confident podcast. Today, we are interviewing one of my amazing clients. Her name is Dee. She has started a business for the very first time in her life. She never had any real desire to become an entrepreneur or to start her own side business until her and I met just seven months ago. We go fully into that story in this episode. We talk all about the benefits that can come to you and your life when you open up something that you are passionate about or something you're skilled with to others, you know, opening up an invitation to teach, to show, to educate and to inform other people through some form of service-based business. If any of this resonates with you once you've listened to the episode and you would like some support or some guidance along your own business journey or even just trying to define what that could look like for you, get in touch, check out the description below. I've got a special link there for you to book a time with me. I would love just to chat with you and connect with you. There is no obligation obligations whatsoever. It would just be awesome to see if there's any way that I can help you. Now, before we hit go on the episode, I just have to let you know that Wendy and I were recording. It was terrible weather on my end, and there are times when the audio is glitchy or the sound quality distorts a little bit. I apologize so much for that. Um, it was just a terrible day in terms of internet connections and whatnot. It doesn't sound the worst. I, I'm hoping that's not the worst podcast episode you've ever listened to, but but it definitely won't be the best either. But you know what? There is so much goodness information in this episode that hopefully you're not going to be bothered by any of those glitches. And also on a plus note, where Dee was tuning in from was a beautiful, I believe she was somewhere near uh, Gisborne. And there are even birds at times throughout this episode coming from her end. Usually they're on my end, you know, in my little forest that we have here in my lifestyle block in Mamaku. But no, it was stormy, stormy weather for me. And it was looking beautiful for Dee. So just wanted to give you a little update on that. And thank you so much for bearing with me throughout that a little bit of technical difficulty. All right, enough from me. Let's get into the episode. This podcast was created for women who want to grow their confidence and make themselves a priority so they can get their life back. I'm Janelle and this is the Girls Get Confident podcast. Welcome to the show. Dee, I am so grateful to have you on this week's episode. And I don't know if you've listened to any of my episodes before, but what I love to do when we have guests is kick off with a quick fire this or that so that we can get to know you a little bit more. How does that sound? (laughs) Well, we'll just roll with it and see see what comes out. (laughs) Wonderful. Don't worry. I make them nice and easy. Yeah, good. good. It's all good. Okay. (laughs) First one, coffee or tea? Coffee. Oh, me too. Me too. Absolutely. A good, strong coffee in the morning. (laughs) Love it. Home cooked meals or going out to eat? Home cooked meals if they're cooked by someone else. Ah, so not (laughs) yourself cooking them. Okay. No, no. I'm not a kitchen girl, really. What about reading or watching TV? Reading. Hmm. Are you reading any books at the moment? Um, yes, yeah, so I've got one on my table. It's about um, learning how to t- um, talk to kids so kids will listen and listen to kids so kids will talk. <laughs> that is amazing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, how special. I think that applies to, you know, not only kids but adults. There's, uh, you know, lots of, lots of learning that continues and applies throughout life. Um, 
but a good place to start is with children probably. <laughs> oh, definitely. I, I love that. I'll have to get the name of that book off you and I might read it one day. Yeah. Um, so this is about movies and the kind of genres. We've got action or comedy. Well, to be honest, I'm not a movie buff at all. Wow. Yeah, I'm not. And um, I know it may sound surprising because, you know, most people do like to just chill and watch a movie. Mm. But I actually don't like watching the screen. Mm. Um, I'm an action kind of person. Like a real life action kind of person. Yeah, <laughs> I am. I like to be doing stuff. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I mean, I do like to sit around the fire or whatever in the evening and mm. um, chill out with a glass of wine, Ooh. something like that. But, um, or, you know, read articles, sort of shorter articles or, read, you know, if I'm in a book, that kind of thing, or just have conversation. Mm. Um, mm. So, yeah, movies don't do it for me anymore. They did when I was younger. I used mm-hmm. to love drama or romance. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, not so much now. Oh, beautiful. That is A-OK. Um, just two more. This is to do with your to-do list, like the things, you know, we've all got on during the day. For you, are you a handwriting to-do list person or do you have yours digitally somewhere? Uh, at home, I have a, a handwritten list. Mm-hmm. I do like the process of writing, scribing things down, and then I think that helps you remember mm. is that process of actually writing it. Um, and so the other thing I like about writing down is that you can juggle it easily, you know, cross out, move around, whatever. Mm. Um, if it's done digitally, like I would do digital in the workplace mm-hmm. in my job, I would keep a digital list rather than a, a handheld list. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's because I use my calendar a lot for that. So um, I wouldn't use my calendar at home. I don't like to be on the computer too much. Yeah. Yeah. And so the digital calendar doesn't work quite the same. So Mm, yeah. yeah so I guess yeah I use both but for different purposes yeah and different uh, environments. I love that that makes perfect sense <laughs> and last one sweet or savory oh 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 both <laughs> both you can't choose both <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah um I, I probably have a preference for savory but yeah. I do love a sweet as well <laughs> oh. I love that. I love that. I'm definitely more of a sweet girl, but as I get older, I'm starting to, you know, turn a bit more savory as I try to have less sweet, but it's something that'll always be there, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I I guess I'm getting a bit more particular about what those sweets are. Like they have to really appeal and then it's like, right, I want that. (laughs) Yes, 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 absolutely. Well, I'm so excited that we've got you on the show because you and I met, um, around about seven months or so ago and um, I've actually had the podcast that whole time and so the more time you and I have spent together I've been um, you know we together have been conversating about getting you on an episode so I'm stoked that we have been able to make it happen and that you're here and my plan for this conversation is to 
talk through the changes and the growth that has happened in your life over the past seven months because you've you've done a lot and um I I'm I just think it's a really cool story to share that might inspire um anybody else that's listening at home so to get into it when you and I first met you were at a job that you didn't really enjoy how many years had you been there for uh, 14 years. Wow. 14 years. 14 so I, years. Yeah. I'd had three different roles over that time. Um, and I had enjoyed the job. Yeah. Probably right up until that last the year. Last. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's amazing how things um, happen and, you know, it just, things just can naturally come to an end. Even if you've enjoyed something for so long, mm. um, something changes, whether that's within yourself or in company dynamics. And that's when you just know like actually it's time for me to, to move on or to figure out other options, which is awesome because when you and I met, I had um, recently moved to Rotorua and I was traveling every week over to Tauranga for singing lessons. Um, and it got to the point where I honestly just couldn't be bothered with the weekly drive. And so I thought, you know, surely there's somebody in Rotorua that can help me, that I can go to and continue on with my singing. Um, the thing for me in singing is it's just a, it's, it's kind of, just a great love you know it's not something that I ever thought or think I would be like Adele and have my own albums and tour the world and stuff it's just one of those things that makes you feel good and so when I put it on um, one of the community pages and you and I ended up conversing with each other over it I was stoked to have you know, hopefully meet someone, um, who could help me with my singing. And then obviously fast forward a little bit, we met each other in person and you told me where you were at in terms of your job and the changes and that kind of thing. And that's when I thought, you know what, I think I can help this lady. She can help me with singing and I can help her Mm. to learn about other alternatives for working potentially such as business. Yeah, I guess when we first got together and started uh, talking about, you know, what was going on in the in the world and mm-hmm. and um, where a lot of people were finding themselves and having to um, in a new situation of having to make some decisions, important mm-hmm. decisions um, about their their life and their mm-hmm. health and mm. um, all sorts of things relating to that. Yes, and. It was through those discussions that really, you know, it was good to talk to somebody about my feelings and and about um, where I was at with my job and, Mm. you know, the fact that uh, I'd been mandated, my position Mm. had been mandated, even Mm. though I had no customer facing part of my role and I was Mm. working from home. Um, it just the whole unfairness of it really um, is is what st- uh, started the the downward spiral into my trust of the organisation and um, and and got me thinking about well what else could I do you know mm. it's that comfort of being in a role and in a place that you've known for so long and while it's still there are still lots of challenges and exciting things in the work itself. Um, yeah, it's it's like, well, 
it's not doing it for me anymore. So mm. what else is there? And it's through those conversations with you, I think, that sparked that thought about, well, what do you love doing? What's your mm. passion? Mm. And and I guess meeting with you and, and doing some singing and whatnot reignited that passion I have for singing. So that was sort of one idea. And then um, the way that you drew out of me all the other things <laughs> that, um, that, you know, are in the background and you just do them because you love doing them. And it's like planting that seed as you did about, well, you could make that a business. Mm. Um, yeah, it's what you love to do. And, and then it was also, although I do all those things, sort of healthy ways of living, etc for myself I was like well actually it'd be great if other people if I could share this with other people um and so it was just really through those conversations mm. um where you have this amazing ability to draw out and touch <laughs> the find the touch points for people that sort of spark the ideas and draw mm. them out um and so, yeah, I guess it ignited a real um, interest for me as to, mm -hmm. well, yeah, I don't have to stay in, in a job that I'm not happy in. Mm. Um, yeah, let's explore what else there is and how that might work. I just love everything you've said. And the thought of conversations and connecting with others just to um chit chat and and get to know each other like I'm never one for this superficial chat you know I I don't really care about that kind of stuff I want to go deep I want to know who you are what you love what you don't love like where you're at and and how we can get you into a better place so um thank you for sharing that that is that is so nice of you to say and um the the journey of the past six, seven months helping you to mm. figure out actually what this looks like has been so much fun because before you and I met, had you ever had any desire or interest in starting some form of business or even, I hate that word side hustle, but you know. No, not while I still worked. I wow. sort of felt, I felt that, um, my employment going off to work <laughs> Monday to Friday. Yeah, that was the paid income. And so, you know, any time outside of that was mine for family time or whatever time. The fact that I was doing these other things was more just like as a hobby, just for my own family's health and, and well-being. Mm. Yeah. And then like you were sparked in the potential of, well, actually... I, I could possibly diversify and add to my income with this or even just share what it is that you know with others and get some form of energy exchange for that. Mm, definitely, yeah. That energy exchange is huge. Mm. You know, it's like you're building your community of like-minded people who, you know, and you find that different people have different levels of experience. Mm. And so, you know, bringing that sort of community together, the feedback I get from people is that that is 
just hugely rewarding that connection with others and then you know as little or, or as much as you want of that connection continuing going forward all of us have lived lives and we've got interests and hobbies passions yeah we've got our career and we're really lucky if that is also our passion but it's not always the case what that does is that opens up an opportunity for us to see other lines and other ways in which we can add even more joy to our lives and I think you had the nail on the head like a big part of feeling good in yourself is when you're contributing to others around you and when you're helping them and so with you when we first sat down and talked about what you like doing you know singing came up and and that was exciting because that's what I was originally coming to you for but then also you have a massive love for health and well-being and you saw that you're always doing some form of fermenting. And so I remember we were just talking about it and I was like, well, let's start there. You know, why why don't we see where this can take us? Mm. And can you just talk to what the experience was like for you now that you've had these two kind of ideas come to you of, okay, singing, I like this and fermenting foods I also like this and how was it then letting those sparks or that inspiration fly around your mind to then decide what you were going to do with that once the once the ideas were there you know it's um it's hard to let it go right so (laughs) yeah yeah, that the ideas kind of swirl around and and you start thinking about oh yeah well how how could that work and what would need to happen to put that in place and um and what I really loved and what did it for me I think was having regular catch-ups between you and I where Mm. I felt that you know that was like a goal for me for the week that I wanted to have the next step on the on the journey sort of underway and while I didn't have experience I didn't have the experience in knowing how to go about it particularly all that online marketing side Mm, of things mm. um you know I really couldn't wait for our next Friday (laughs) catch-up even though it meant you know some nights it was like you know two nights before it's like oh my gosh I've got to you know I've got to actually put these thoughts into action yeah um and so that was nice having a weekly the weekly catch-up was really spurred me on to to get things in place. Um, And so it was a layering. It was awesome because I learned how to use new online tools Mm. um, that I didn't kind of know existed. What are some of those tools? Yeah. Oh, the tools. Um, Mm. So Canva. Mm -hmm. um, That was great for making the posters and things and just the learning curve as as normal where you just try things out and work out where... (laughs) where the buttons are and where the limits are (laughs) finding workarounds um just the the way to set up you know a Facebook page and event Mm, um, through Eventbrite yes the way it all links together um, the opportunity to save time you know be more efficient with posting Mm. in one channel and having them linked to other channels so Mm. you're not duplicating the work definitely yeah (laughs) and the other aspect of it too was um the ideas that you gave around taking photos of things as you're doing them you know that actually (laughs) other people are interested (laughs) to see what you do and 
I mean, I haven't ever been one to think about that where, oh, you know, I'll take a photo of my kefir grains in a jar or the plants that I've just planted in my garden or the worm farm, you know. Mm. Um, now when I feed the worms, I think, oh, have I put up a post about my worm farm? And, <laughs> you know, and I've just put a blanket on them for the winter and <laughs> that sort of thing. And so it's just opened up some new thinking pathways. Um, yeah, so that's cool. That's very cool. That is so awesome. So now, you know, we've talked about your fermenting being sparked within you. We've talked about um, you and I regularly catching up um, every week and kind of giving you homework tasks. I'm really good at making sure that you've got things to work on um, because, you know, in any time you're working, say one-on-one with a client, the time just goes so fast and there's only yeah. so much you can do. So it's, um, it's really good to have that homework and things that you can work on in your own time. Um, and yeah, I get what you mean. Like it's, it's really funny thinking or looking at your week ahead and being like, oh crap, I've got a session on Friday, it's Wednesday <laughs> night and I've done absolutely nothing, you know, and like, I've got to do something because I can't show up and not have done my homework, you know, yeah. and and the, the reason why is because that just slows things down, you know, in terms of doing what you're doing or what mm. we've been doing together and trying to put together your small business every week that you don't do those little bits in between that you really need to do. I mean, I could absolutely do them for you, but that's not going to help you in the long term. So it's taking that time to learn those platforms and um, come up with those simplified ways of working that you can only get to when you've been doing something for a bit of time. So, you know, when you've taken the time outside of those sessions to get to, can you tell us what product you actually have come up with? And for you, it's, it's more service-based, but just tell us what's, what's the name? What are you, what are you doing and how are you helping people? Wow. The name. I mean, I'm so thrilled about the name because Mm. It took a little bit to come up with the name, but um, I wanted something a little bit of fun along with um, encompassing everything that mm. that I'm trying to help people with or, or that's important to me. And I started off with a few names and, and that I'd thought of and put them out to some people and uh, and got some feedback but none none of them really stood out but I thought oh well I'll just go with this one and then that night it was like because the finality of it was coming where I was going to publish the name <laughs> all of a sudden I had this brainwave and uh, came up with goodness me by D mm-hmm. <laughs> and when, when I saw that you know I just saw the heart exclamation mark after me you know so that it's goodness me um and you'd sort of given me some guidance on you know to include my name d mm, that mm. sort of thing and that was really helpful so when it came together i just it just landed it's like right that's the right name um and then that i guess the byline um talks about you know the whole concept of wellness and and that it's really about sharing tips for busy people just going about their everyday lives but small things and and they can introduce for themselves and their families that's actually going to make a big difference to their gut health Mm. um, which is the fermenting part of it natural uh, probiotics which you know the gut health um, is so important in your Mm. life it 
really affects everything else that you do, your thinking and your thinking patterns, your um, um, physical health, mental health, everything comes stems from the gut. So, um, you know, a lot of people don't realize that. And so when they're making decisions about, you know, what they're eating, what they're drinking, um, you know, it all stems back to that. So this is a something that people can introduce into their lives. Um, and I started with the water kefir mm-hmm. fermenting mm-hmm. Um, because that is clean, simple. It's just no mess, no fuss. So I thought that was an easy way to sort of get a feel for is it something that is going to be easy to get people interested in how will we run it you know Mm -hmm. all of that sort of thing so Mm. um that was what we tested the waters with (laughs) so to speak Um, so to speak (laughs) and then there's so much more you know um there's the potential to to um go down the pathway of other ferments such as totally. sauerkraut and bone broth mm. um, there's the milk yogurt kefir um, yeah there's there's just so many different things to try mm-hmm. um, so that's that aspect of it and then I thought also you know I'd just be love to show people what I've learned about permaculture gardening mm. so just having your own little plot in your backyard turning lawn into garden to mm. you know a food source that you yes. can have yourself um no chemicals you know try and avoid chemicals and just um eating healthy food mm. uh, so the way I go about things I like things I'm quite a practical person so mm-hmm. it has to be simple mm. and so if it's complicated and I can't make it simple then I'm probably not going to do it <laughs> absolutely yeah. and so that's probably how um how it applies for other people as well so Mm. I guess that's why I feel that you know we've got I've got quite a bit to offer yeah just everyday people that absolutely introduce these small things into their lives and see what I think is so important about what you've created is there are recipes on the internet for making your own water kefir. There are videos on YouTube. Like it's all there. But what you've done with Goodness Me by D is allowed people to come together over a shared interest or desire to learn and to grow to then come and have an experience in which you've provided everything for them. They just have to show up on the day and you're essentially like the cooking teacher and you take them through step-by-step showing them what to do and support them along that process. And then they get to leave with their first batch already made Mm. plus they've had a few hours out of their normal day-to-day they have connected with some like-minded people had some awesome conversations maybe made some new friends and all of that is because you saw something that you have a passion and an interest for something Mm. as simple and as practical as water kefir and thought you know what people might like to learn this yeah. in a way that isn't just going onto Pinterest and searching for it and then reading the recipe in their kitchen. That It's that extra element of an experience. Mm. And we as people, we buy experiences. 
you know, we want that memory to look back on. And so this is why I love service-based businesses. Anything you can do that gets you in front of other people, helping, serving, guiding, and supporting in some way. And then you get to put, you know, a few dollars in your bank account afterwards as well. What? How good is that? Isn't that amazing? (laughs) Yeah. And I guess that whole, the workshop um, gathering side of it, I really had no idea about how that would how that would impact on me mm, actually mm, just mm. the the rewarding experience of it the, the satisfaction of people going away buzzing yes, about it and yes. and they've met new friends yes and made these connections now that you know people with the same interest and that I think was the biggest buzz of all and so I did my first workshop and I guess I was feeling my way a little bit but um it was great having your guidance for planning it out properly and having a run sheet you know just things like that where I would just think oh I'm just I'm just thinking it'll be fine I've got a night I've got a plan in my head (laughs) but actually being organized properly and Mm. you know practicing it just so that it it flows easily for your people who Mm -hmm. are attending Mm -hmm. um yeah and so we had the first one and that was great it was yeah it was over oversubscribed and yep that, that was a sellout and then yeah. on the day I arrive yeah. um to help you with anything that you needed help with and you're like yeah we've got more people yeah. <laughs> so you oversold out on your first event D that is amazing yeah congratulations <laughs> yeah well thank you but um I guess it was choosing the right channels to market in as well yes um and the right um, way of going about that mm-hmm. so how many events have you or how many workshops have you done since that first one I've just done one more and with another one booked for the end of the month both fully subscribed at the moment love it yeah it's amazing and people are really like excited to come and do it it's mm. something that I didn't expect they're getting what they need to start their own brew they're actually doing it like you say mm. so sometimes you know when you have an idea that you might like to oh I should do this health tip I think I'll try this thing so you go on Google and find out how to do it but actually then putting that into action is often a barrier for people definitely idea into action yeah and so the fact that they've already done it they're underway they've got something to lose if they don't (laughs) don't see it through there's really no excuse once you've gone to a fermenting workshop and you've literally learned step by step how to do it you've done part one you now just need to follow on with part two um for those of you at home you won't be able to see this but um d and i are on zoom so i'm just turning my camera to try and show her the three jars of kefir grains that I now have fermenting on my bench and this started from Dee's first workshop maybe six weeks ago now so I I came home with a one liter jar of grains so one bottle of the end product and these grains multiply um, the more you take care of them and the more that you brew with them and now I've got three going Well done, you. I'm really proud of you for sticking with it. Because to start with, there are a few. <laughs> don't dog on me, D. Don't don't get it out there. It's I a real a... success story because you came to the workshop and worked it through, right? I had two prior opportunities, thanks to D, 
as her and I were putting together um, this workshop and she kind of used me as a test subject to ensure that she had all the instructions right and um, I killed two batches worth. Don't let that discourage you because they're not actually easy to kill. I just didn't look after them like I should have. Like I said, from coming in person and actually seeing step by step and really being talked through and understanding the why and the reasoning behind every step, they are thriving and it's yeah. so cool. And and I will add in there that, you know, the instructions did prove improve a lot. They did. They <laughs> based did. Based on your experiences. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, that was great that you went through that because it means that everyone else has got really, and you now too, have got the um, the detailed instructions. Absolutely. You know. That's what it's all about, right? When you first start a project or you first start a business, you've got to start from somewhere. The the whole point is just to get going. And this concept is called the MVP, the minimum viable product. This is kind of a mantra for life because it's really easy to get bogged down by how big a job is. And this can be anything, right? Like my partner and I live on a one acre uh, block of property. We've got some gardens and we've got a massive space where we want to expand our gardens. And it's really easy for us to look at that paddock that, you know, it seems like such a big job and kind of get overwhelmed, procrastinate and just not do anything. But instead we say, what is the MVP? What's the smallest thing we can do just to get this started and to get the ball rolling? And so that's what we did with you. And now you've done your two workshops, oversubscribed, you've got another one. And like you said earlier, there is so much more available to you and goodness me by D because people want to learn how to take their health into their own hands and it just kind of makes me think about I guess what I imagine it would have been like a few generations ago growing up around our grandmothers who make everything from scratch and the real goodness and soul nourishing health benefits that come along with that but today we're in this fast-paced world we don't have time we're always so stretched and we just do everything as fast as possible but that then impacts our health so um, I'm really happy that this is a passion you have and you're kind of giving the power back to the people Mm. and teaching them simple ways that they can take back control of their own health yeah and I think that's that's really the reward for me is seeing more people doing that you know and realizing that they have that power to make those choices Mm. and um, yeah it's really just finding a, a way to slot them into your busy lives once they become a habit it's just easy you just do it it's just part of your routine for the week what's been the biggest challenge for you over the past seven months when it comes to this whole new world of starting your own business I think for me it's the promotion side of it Mm. as I said earlier it doesn't cross my thought patterns to be taking pictures of things Mm. um, (laughs) you know as I'm going about just what I'm doing Mm. And also putting that information out online, finding the way to make it an interesting post, I guess, finding the words or putting aside time to think about that. I know mm. for some people, they just, it comes naturally to them. They just, you know, just online is, is where they live. And so it's easy just to bung something up and it just is there. Mm. For me, I have to think about 
the angle I'm taking and what pictures do I have or what pictures do I need to take? <laughs> um, and yeah, who might be interested in this? Uh, I guess it's a change in my own self-limiting thinking. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> and realizing that um, that awareness has is, is been good for me mm-hmm. to yeah just realize that it's not about seeking attention to myself that's one thing I don't particularly Mm. like and so just seeing this process is is not that Mm. that it's not actually about me it's about the focus on on the goods or the service and how others can benefit so sharing information sharing knowledge and so putting putting the focus on others but still coming up with the with the posts <laughs> hey you do you do amazing I really like reading your posts and you can tell that a lot of thought goes into them because it's kind of like little mini tips of hey have you thought of this or there's this or you know it's it's great so um your brand that you're building obviously isn't just about these are the workshops come to them it's like if you follow any of the socials you're going to be learning lots of things to do with your health and well-being so that is Mm. great um how much time would you say that you spend per week working on goodness me by d uh to start with probably there was quite a lot of um hands-on time and building up the marketing stuff or you know the posters and the prep thinking and the prep side of things but yeah even then it was probably a couple of hours a week Mm -hmm. Um, now it's really good I've got a lot of that collateral together so there's just sort of minor changes to be done yes but you know there's still uh, I guess communicating with people the follow-up we have a telegram group mm-hmm. where we keep in touch where people can ask questions and um, share tips and flavors and things like that so that's that's cool so yeah how much time would I spend not that much really now every couple of days mm-hmm. kind of thing mm-hmm. yeah because it's something that's on my mind you know yeah ideas just kind of come and they Beautiful. simmer away yes 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 <laughs> I know all about that I hear you <laughs> I don't know if you've noticed this, but I definitely noticed a change in my life going from being a person who solely focused on um, being employment to opening up my eyes to entrepreneurship. And all of my conversations just became about um, building on ideas or getting inspiration for ideas and things. But it actually just made conversations so much better. Like I said earlier about not caring about superficial stuff. So when you can conversate about things that actually mean something to you, it's going to be so much more juicier and you're more likely to come away with that inspiration or that new light bulb moment of something that you want to go away in action. So that is awesome. What would you say to anybody who's listening who has only been employed before? They've never thought of, or maybe it's a limiting belief thing where they've never thought that they can work for themselves I would say definitely you can you can follow your passion and start implementing that into a way of of earning an income as well as being able to um, to do your passion as alongside either alongside employment um, outside employment or um, I guess the way I saw it was I was going to start building this so that I could leave my job and so I was doing it alongside working 
get it to a certain point and then that gives you more options right so then it's like wow do I actually want to continue working for someone else or do I want to actually take that time and invest it to this great thing that I'm building and that means a lot to me and I know is can help others um and so yeah I think it's getting to that point of um having options so for those of you at home circling back to the beginning after Dee's first fermenting workshop that day the attendees the ladies had all gone home and it was just Dee and I and she looks at me and she says I'm resigning I'm handing in my notice from my job (laughs) and so yes you've done that you followed through on that and carry on your story about the new uh, job that you're about to go into and what this means for your business moving forward I have got a lot of inspiration from working alongside you Jonelle Mm. (laughs) oh thank you (laughs) Well, it's true because, you know, when you haven't had that experience or that drive to do something like this for yourself, mm. having that um, the guidance and the coaching is a huge part of it, you know, just to keep you on track and keep the, keep the encouragement going. And so with what's, you know, sort of happened in, in my life and your life with external things and we haven't been having our regular catch up, know. you know, it's... <laughs> It's cool because now I feel like I can stand on my own two feet. I've got to that point having now run my second workshop on my own. Yes. And so, you know, I I know I can do it now. I've got the confidence. And so I also feel like moving into this new job that I'm going to be starting in a couple of weeks. I don't want to let go what I've already built. Totally. Because I still do see potential for that. And I'm wanting to keep including it um, in my life. So even though I'm going to be working for another company, this company or this job actually aligns, it ticked so many of my boxes for a job. So I just sort of felt like the opportunity was there and everything lined up, um, happened quickly. So I thought I'm going to, I'm going to do this and, um, but I don't want to let go of, mm. of what I've created now with mm-hmm. the um, fermenting and the goodness me by D. Mm-hmm. So I can see that I can still continue on with that mm-hmm. um now that I've got sort of my processes in place mm-hmm. I see that as my way going forward now wonderful that makes me so happy and you just in terms of your excitement and your energy and your zest for life is just so strong and it's awesome that you know seven months ago you were just kind of down and out and like yeah. ugh you know, and then every single week, just seeing this seed that had been planted inside of you grow and flourish to the point where you were able to let go of that role. And you handed in your notice before you even had this job to go to. So I just want to make that very clear for people. Mm. I am, um, so much a believer that you have to close the door for another one to open. You can't, be I mean sometimes you can but in in my own experience and in the experience of the people around me it usually happens better if you close the door that's a shitty door anyway yeah and create the space for the good to come back in and it does it has happened to me time and time again when I haven't enjoyed jobs so I've decided to resign I don't have another option within a couple weeks without even really trying something comes to me 
you know? And so that is just so amazing that your experience this year has also been proof of that too. And don't give up on your newfound passion (laughs) for sharing your knowledge with other Mm. people. Keep going. And you have every opportunity to get even smarter about how you do it, you know? put it in your calendar a couple of days per week, one hour at a time, trying to find specifically what it is that you need to get done in those short amounts of time. You know, businesses don't have to be things that take every single person 40, 60, 80 hours per week to grow. That's a whole heap of stress. And in some ways we actually choose that, you know, where we're choosing the kind of life or the, the level of um, pressure that we put on things. So you don't have to do that. So absolutely have your job, still be working away on your business and just make it work for you. Like you already are doing. Once you get to the point where you uh, know that you want to leave, but you're just sort of hanging in there. um, I'm the sort of person that doesn't like to do a half pie job. And so I was really conflicted because I didn't want to be there. Mm. I didn't believe in, in what was happening in the company I still like the work, <laughs> but it was a real awkward situation um, because I was a team leader as well. I didn't want my um, feelings to be come over to my team. You know, mm. that just wasn't fair. And so, oh, totally. yeah. And so, you know, I sort of felt like I was living, living this fake kind of <laughs> mm. positive experience at work for mm. other people. Um but inside it was it was kind of eating me up. So um, once you get to that point, you're actually of no value. It's not good for, for anyone when mm-hmm. you're in that space. Um, and so that's why I just thought, no, I needed to close that door. And once I put in that resignation, mm. you know, I just felt such a lift. Yes. Um, the relief. And it was just like suddenly I got excited about possibilities. Mm-hmm. And um, and like you say, I just thought, oh well, you know, something's gonna come along. And um, or if it doesn't, I'm I've got a plan B in place. Here I am, world. <laughs> Watch me fly. Watch me fly, yeah. And that's exactly what happened. You know, within a week, I, I sort of I just saw this job. I thought, oh, my gosh, that just lines up with all my skills and everything. And so I thought, oh, well, I'll put in an application. And then I had an interview the next week and then offered the job. It's like, wow. Meant to <laughs> be. just meant to be. Absolutely. Yeah. Dee, thank you so much for your time this morning. It's been awesome to talk to you and really just reflect on um, your journey over the past seven months and um, the exciting new doors that are opening for you and the opportunities that are unfolding. And mm. you can see all of Dee's information down in the description below. Go check her out. And if you are into health and well-being, or maybe you're realizing after this that crap, maybe you should be, go and follow her. <laughs> And, you know, there's every possibility that we could be getting your workshops online at some point as well. So mm. if you don't live near Dotorua or around the Bay of Plenty area, um, there's no reason why they can't become available to you too at some point in the future. So thank you, Dee. You are amazing. And I just love working with you. Well, I have to say that really it's it's because of... Um, you know, our interactions and your support and your amazing ideas um, that this is this is showing me what's possible and just helped me to get going. So so thank you 
Jonelle, for everything that you've contributed to my life. You've just brought this whole new bubble of joy and, and um, possibility and been a great support. And I've just loved working with you. Oh my goodness. Isn't Dee just the sweetest? I had so much fun recording with her. She has come leaps and bounds just in the past seven months that I have known her uh, in her own self-confidence. And a lot of that, I believe, is down to her um, really finding and digging deep and utilizing this passion or these passions of hers, if we're talking about both the singing and the uh, fermenting, and turning them into a way of guiding and supporting others. She is just amazing. If any of that resonated with you whatsoever, and you now have a light bulb going off in your head of a passion that you could possibly be turning into an income I would love absolutely love to help you go and check out the description of this episode there is a link there click on it book a call with me let's chat see if there's any way that I can help you it doesn't matter whether it's a yes or a no hey it's always just nice like Dee said in that conversation to have people to talk to to learn from to get ideas that'll help turn your ideas into reality so I look forward to either hearing from you soon through a one-on-one call or checking back in with you this time next week when we release episode number 30.